intro. Great. Welcome to Hotel Moment. Today we have Kelvin Taloki on with us from Rev Parblums. Um, so thanks for being on. Yeah, that was our new intro video. That oh. intro video was pretty sweet. Did you like that? You're in it. I love that I made the cut too. That you did. Cool. I appreciate that. <laughs> so it's been almost uh it was it's been almost a year since the last time you were on. About I think it was like June or July last year. Mm -hmm. It was all about, so you shared some awesome memes, and it's always fun to have you on. So I am so excited to get just caught up with you to hear yeah. what you've been doing. You're all over the place. I am. I am. That is, that is true. That is an accurate statement. <laughs> so other than your Instagram, your one Instagram page, uh, Red Parblums, you have, how many pages do you have now? Ooh, um, that I, just for myself, I think I'm up to five. So I've got Red Parblums. <laughs> I've got um, Scotch in a Suitcase, which is my travel page that I rebranded over the course of the year. Um, we've got Midlife Crisis Podcast, which I, I started mm -hmm. my own podcast. Um, I've got the G-Spot, which is our career growth um, self-development page. And one for RefPAR Media, where I share all my social media expertise. That's amazing. And you did start a five. That's a lot. Like, that's a lot to manage. It is a lot. It is. It is. I'm not but you're lie. doing a newsletter. Lot. You put out like, um, oh, I think is, is it weekly that kind of combines everything for everyone who's following all of five? Co correct. I did um, do a monthly monthly newsletter. Is it just monthly? To kind okay. of educate people on everything that I've got going on. Um, I, I handpick a few a few posts that have done well that month or news, big news. You know, uh, like last month was when I actually rebranded. Um, Revpar travels to Scotch in a suitcase, which I think mm -hmm. is just a bit more kind of pulling away a little bit from just the the hotel jargon because yeah. not you know not everybody knows what Revpar is, <laughs> uh, but obviously obviously it's all still part of my umbrella, um, you know, part of my media company and on my website it's under the the travel tab. So we make it a little bit more open to everyone that's in the travel yeah. space. Plus, I love whiskey; it's my drink of choice. So I feature a lot of uh, cocktails and um i've done a lot of you know whiskey distillery tours and things like that so as i learn about it i will share that with the audience so if you like travel and you like whiskey or cocktails in general it's a place mm -hmm. you want to be it is i love watching it i love following it uh you have made a lot of trips recently to vermont right I have. Yeah, I have not been i haven't been i tried to go once really? it did not i did not make it um <laughs> Hold on, is really nice, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's really nice. You know what? We we fall into that uh staycation demographic mm -hmm. because we have I haven't been on a plane since last February. We went to Mexico. How long of a drive is that for you? Uh, three, four hours. Well, that's not so, bad at all. You know, it's not too bad, you know. So, we, we did that. We I did vacation rental up there, so you know, try not to kill me too much out there, hotel people, but um. <laughs> They're not going to want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> At least <laughs> lie about it. Be like, I stay in hotels exclusively. <laughs> like, I'm just supporting you guys. That's what I do. <laughs> no, you know what? We'll call it research. You got to know your enemy, right? Know your enemy. That's it. So, there you go. Exactly. There you You're go. just doing a comp set analysis for them, for those people in Vermont. So Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah we made a few trips up there. It's um, it's a really nice year-round spot. I mean, people go there, obviously, for, for skiing and stuff, but um, it's nice in the summer. You know, we've been up there a couple of times in the summer, uh, house on the lake, 
you could do hiking. And I was shocked at how good the food is everywhere. Really? Food is amazing best everywhere. I mean, just best, great. best food. Which one? J if you had to pick. Uh, I would go with JJ Hapgood in Peru, Vermont. Yeah. It's a small, um, it's a small kind of like a general store that you would only find in these type of small towns in, in, in America where it's, you know, you go in, you've got beer, spirits, they make their handmade biscuits and stuff in there. Um, pizza. It's, it's incredible. I had a chicken and waffles dish that it took me two days to eat it. Really? I mean, the chicken, it, there were two pieces of chicken this big and the waffle was like this. Yeah. <laughs> and for anyone who's listening and not watching, it's basically the size of his head. So that's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Like, like if you guys remember the personal pan pizzas from Pizza Hut that we used to eat oh, as yeah. kids. Oh, when we, back when size. Book It was a thing. Right. <laughs> and you read you read air quote you read your book so that you can get your little personal pan pizzas. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. The road bag. Yes. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Think that my um so I'm also originally from New York. I think the thing that I missed the most was just the the seasonal change. I mean in Seattle we have it, but it's not nearly as dramatic mm -hmm. as it is on um on the east coast and vermont mm. i think is a perfect example i bet you it's gorgeous in the fall especially it's amazing yeah that's actually on um if you look at these top things to do in the northeast mm -hmm. there's route, route 100 in vermont you can just take that through a lot of the major cities so like stowe where there's got it they, they have a big ski mountain there but you go from stowe to akimo and it just goes through um like half the state and yeah. it's, it, they say in the fall, that's the thing to do. Just drive it and just look at the foliage. Uh, yeah, that sounds heavenly. It really does. But you're about to make a big move. I am. I yeah. am. Los Angeles, where all the celebrities go. So I figured it was about <laughs> you time. You made it. It's about time, Calvin. You made it. You got to jump <laughs> ship. Go to the West Coast. Live in the yeah. sunshine. So the benefit, because um, again, I also lived in LA, is that it's always 72 degrees and sunny. Well, I mean, like, it's I also like it. 105 and sweltering. But for the most part, it's mm -hmm. perfect weather. Yeah. But you don't have those seasonal changes. Like you, I mean, like, you can always go up to the yeah. mountains, I guess. You could, I, I suppose. I was going to ask you, how long have you been away from the East Coast? How long does it take to start missing seasons? Uh, I was in LA for 10 years. Okay. And then I've been up here for three, three. Oh my gosh, it's been like 13 years. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's a long time. That's a really long yeah. time. So I think, but it took Never me seen. about three years to make LA feel like home. So okay. I missed fall. I am a basic white girl. I did miss fall. Um, <laughs> Never miss winter because it's brutal. Do they not have uh, PSLs in LA? I'm sure they, I'm sure you can. Oh, they do. But again, it's like 80 degrees. So you're just like, oh, it's so good. Even though you're sweating. You're, and you're like, oh God. Yeah, I know. I didn't. Okay. So embarrassing fact. I did not realize that you could do that until way too late. <laughs> it's just, you just throw ice in anything. Could I have ice? I know, but like, I didn't think to ice a latte because I'm brilliant that right. way um <laughs> you know what's funny actually i've, I've got to inter interject a quick story here uh the hospitality yes. people will appreciate this we went to um i went to hakasan which you may know in new york city it's a very high-end asian uh, restaurant and my wife wanted an iced tea and the waiter said we don't have iced tea and i was like you have tea on the menu right it's an asian restaurant 
you have tea, we can get a whole tea service and you have ice, right? Yeah. You need me to do the math for you, bro? Like, do just make some tea, put it on ice and bring it. <laughs> what happened? Like, did he did it get through or did he still refuse to do it? No, you know what? We ended up giving up. Oh after uh, after I explained to him that he had tea and had ice and he still didn't get it, I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I uh, have a similar story. Mm. And of course, I won't mention names. I think I've already mentioned this before on this show, but I'm going to say it again because it's my favorite story. Uh, I had a big banquet event. Uh, this mm. was one of those events like nothing could go wrong. Nothing. Attention to detail was super important so i'm looking at the spread everything's out we're like 10 minutes early everything's good but i noticed there's no horseradish out for whatever the heck the meal was i don't even remember what it was uh so i ran into the chef and i was like can you get some horseradish out there like there's a spot for it but there's nothing there he's like oh we don't have it and i was like well you need to get it or you need to make it happen um and if not let me know the store the grocery store is like right down the street so uh he's like i got it i'll take care of it so I come back so like two minutes before they're going to come out for lunch and, um, I, and I'm like, it's still not out there. So I go back to the kitchen and I see the chef frantically chopping radishes. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to get this horseradish done. And I was just like, you know, there's no radishes and horseradish, right? Yeah, that's a yeah, thing that happened. There's, there's no horses either. What was he going to do next? <laughs> I that's, that's exactly the question. It's like, what was step two? That's my favorite story. I've are definitely already said it before, but that is my favorite banquet story. So needless that's to say, fantastic. I had to go to the store and get some. That is fantastic. Yeah. So what is the first thing you're going to do when you get to LA? Whew. Um, probably go to the beach. It's just going to be awesome to be 20 minutes from the beach. You know? Always. I don't, I don't even need to swim in it. Just go sit, put my toes in the sand and just watch the waves crash. I think Good. that's it. And put on shorts. Listen, when it gets 40 to 50 here in New York, we're, we're losing our minds, you know, got yeah. from it 60. So anyway. if it's 70, 70 plus t-shirt, shorts, flip-flops. Absolutely. No, I'm from New York because it'll so be like 65 degrees and I'll be out there in shorts. Uh, I'm not know. How familiar are you with LA? Like, what do you know which beaches to go to and all that? No way. So if anybody oh has a recommendation, let me yeah. know. Pro tip: avoid Santa Monica and Venice, and just go up to like El Segundo, Redondo, Hermosa. It's gonna be way less okay. crowded. Also, it's, okay. it's gorgeous. So definitely do that. Hi, yes. <laughs> Very cool. So, okay. So that was, I wanted, we talked about that Instagram page, but what about, let's talk about the, the G spot, the growth spot. That's, like what, tell, that's, that's your coaching page, right? That is correct. That is so correct. tell us more um, about that one. Yeah. That's also something I started roughly a year ago. I think that started maybe March or so of last year. Um, because over the years of, I've always, um, I've always been, interested in, in coaching people and helping mm -hmm. people, helping my, my analysts and, and, and people grow. It's just something I, I like to do. I think, you know, I've, I've had some rough times in my career. Um, you know, I was uh, out of work for almost two years due to layoffs and, and, and things like that. So um, I've had some really 
key people that helped me that reached down and, and helped me see the ways and I try to pay that forward. Um, so I, I, that's where the idea for that page really came about. And, you know, there we, we talk about um, how to work your resume, you know, how to, how to make sure your resume is great, interview, coaching, um, how to properly put together your LinkedIn profile. And, you know, most of, mostly it's, it's, it's about mindset. And uh, you may, may or not have seen this recently. I, I shared something on my, on, on ref problems. Uh, somebody was uh, something I got from the hospitality family group on Facebook, which I'm sure mm -hmm. anybody who's in hospitality knows about it by now. But basically the situation was somebody not wanting to do anything on their break. And they, in my opinion, they were very rude to their coworker about, uh, saying no they were like oh that's a negative when somebody asked them to do something on break and to my surprise a lot of my audience was in support of of this and i couldn't believe it because number one this is hospitality you have to be able to communicate to people in a way that's professional friendly and not flat out rude that's so forget that you know uh but besides that i want people to understand that this attitude of I'm on my break or I'm clocking out at five days over. That's all well and good, but you're not going to get ahead with that. And I think in my experience, a lot of the employees that I've had who had that mindset, they did want to move up. They did want to get to the next step, but didn't want to do any of that work. And then they were confused when they didn't get the roles, when they were passed over for promotions and you can't have it both ways. And, you know, I shared some of my personal stories, prior to me to prior to that period where I was laid off, I was that kind of employee where it was, listen, I come in, I'm on time, I leave on time, I do my work, but I wasn't going extra. Even when I became a revenue manager, I didn't really look at my hotel on the weekends and things like that. And when I got back into the game, I, I just completely changed that mindset because two years out of work and struggling to pay a mortgage will do that to you. That's, mm -hmm. that, that's real life at that point. And you realize, listen, I'll do whatever it takes. And hopefully I'm trying to, what I'm trying to do is send that message to, uh, message to people without having to go through that, right? It shouldn't take, it shouldn't have taken me to lose my job completely to realize, Hey, you know what, you got to put in the extra work. And by the time I got back the next role, I went from an analyst again to a director in less than two years. When I got that hotel role as a director, I didn't take a break for six months. I had a sandwich and I ate at my desk because I needed to do the work. And when I shared that part of the story, people were like, well, see, that's the problem. You know, people expect us to do that. Nobody expected me to do it. Nobody asked me to do it. Nobody even suggested it. I did it because I knew I needed to do that to get the job done. And by the time I left that hotel, I'd give myself a $40,000 raise. So I would say it was worth it for me. And I took that and I worked at a director level for the next 10 years with one of the biggest companies in the country. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to get through to people is you, you, you can't, you have to do the work. There's no shortcut in it. And this business, it is 24 seven. And there is maybe not expectation, but if you're going to be, I mean, imagine being a GM, I don't know how they sleep ever. Like they don't, that's <laughs> the whole thing. Right. Um, because a pipe can burst at 3 a.m. And guess oh, what? Yeah. You need to know about that. Who are they right? calling? So it's yeah. a 24-7 business. And if you're not willing to to put in that extra work, this business isn't for you. Don't expect to get ahead in it and be happy with 
you know, entry level to, to mid-level roles. As long now, as can you're I okay challenge that, you on this a little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. So now I've come from the positions where I was sales coordinator, mm -hmm. sales manager, even front office manager and revenue manager. Like they mm -hmm. really did give me four roles and I worked myself until I had to go out on medical leave because I was that stressed. Mm -hmm. There are companies mm -hmm. that will take advantage. Now, do you think that you may have a little bit of like, I don't know, work PTSD from losing that position. Uh, there is something to be said for work-life balance. So how, of, of I mean, how do you do that? Like, how do you ensure that I agree with you? Like these people mm -hmm. that come in, they're like, I'm at five o'clock. I'm, I'm down, out. Like, that's it. I'm mm -hmm. done. If you don't go above and beyond, you're not getting anywhere, mm -hmm. anywhere in this industry. Completely agree with you. But there is something mm -hmm. to be said for work-life balance. So of course. where does that of fit course. in? Of course. And, you know, I don't disagree with that. And going back to the post and the people who were in um, who were positive about it, you know, the whole thing is, yeah, you need to set the boundaries. Right. You don't want to get taken advantage of. But there's yeah. a way to go about that. And, you know, again, I was able to leverage doing that extra work into a raise because I because I did it. I didn't just become you, you can't just become a dumping ground for, right. you know, you need you. Do it wisely, I guess, is, is what it comes down to. You, you're not trying to be a dumping ground for everybody's work where, okay, let's just give it to him. It'll get done. Um, you can go too far and do that. And then, but you have to be smart about it. You've, you've got to, you've got to use it to your advantage. So that extra time that you spend should be done doing projects. What I like to say is you work for the work for the job you want. Right. Nobody's oh, going to give sense. you, right. Nobody's going to give you that next role without knowing that you can do some of that work if you're just say for example a reservations manager and that's all you do and you've never spoken to your director of revenue or director of sales about what they do how can you help them how can you get into forecasting yeah. how can you get into analyzing or go on a sales call if you don't do those things then they're not going to be comfortable giving you that next role and guess what you're going to have to do that on your break after hours you're going to have to take away time from what you're doing as a sales coordinator, re reservations manager to, to do that. If you're not willing to do that, then the conversation is over. But once you do that, then you leverage it into, hey, look, these are the extra things that I've done. This is what I know. This should be either increase in salary, increase in role, mm -hmm. things like that. So you, yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. You can get burnt out and you can become basically somebody's dumping ground for the stuff they don't want to do. You have to be uh, strategic about it. And this is what I try to teach on that page. So know what you want your next step to be and make sure that the work that you're doing is like that. That's the mistake that. that I, yeah, exactly. I was doing a little bit of everything. Not I was like, what am I trying to get out of this? But right. Exactly. Don't, do don't do extra work just to do it. You need to have a game plan. You need to know where you want to go. And are these, is this extra time that you're spending getting you there? That's, that's the key. I think now is the perfect time for people to kind of step up and prove themselves. You know what I mean? Like the, there's so mm -hmm. many open positions right now and you have uh, the luxury to being a little bit picky. So is some of your coaching around um, how to find that perfect job and not just kind of going with anything? <laughs> right. Yeah. You don't want, you want to have a plan. I, I mean, yeah. if, if you're just, and listen, that's totally fine. If you're just in this industry just to work jobs, just to get a check and go home, that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I think most of the industry is made up of those people. You know, I've, I've had tons of those kind of employees and you, you need those to kind of just keep things ticking over. 
But, you know, going back to the original post, in my experience, those people, those people who just, hey, I'm here mm -hmm. to do a good job, I go home, they don't give you an attitude about break. They don't give you any entitlement about, hey, I got passed over because they don't feel that. It's it's these type of people who are so rigid, strict and rigid about my break, my time, my PTO, don't call me on my day off. They, for some reason, think they're going to be managers. Yeah. <laughs> And, well, you know, I mean, but, it's a good time to weed out those people from the people who are willing to uh, go the extra mile, wouldn't you say? I absolutely, absolutely. And these people who are in this industry that don't know how to speak to people, find mm -hmm. someone else to do. This is the time to get rid of those people. Let's get true hospitality people in the industry and, and use this as a reset. I'm really nervous that this whole pandemic thing has really hurt uh, what hospitality means. I called, I've called so many hotels and have had so many interactions with uh, frontline employees, not just at hotels, but at grocery stores and fast food restaurants and whatnot, where like mm -hmm. I spent an entire day saying, good morning, good afternoon, like have a great day. And I never mm -hmm. once got acknowledged. I spent an entire day doing this at different mm -hmm. places. And mm -hmm. I have it now so that when I'm calling hotels, I don't, they don't even say who it is. You know, like front desk. I'm like, I just called from outside the hotel. Front desk, where? Who are you? Right, right. Where yeah. did this yeah. go? So yeah, get rid of it, man. Nip in the bud because um, we need to get that back. Absolutely. Right there with you, sister. <laughs> Ugh, anyway, I'll get off my soapbox on that for a minute. Uh, <laughs> so if, uh, if the listeners want to get more information from you, maybe some coaching from you, uh, where how do they contact you? Yeah, well, you can follow us on Instagram at the.g.spot um, or send me, an, uh, send me an email at info at refproblems.com. I'm actually taking on uh, a handful of one-on-one -on -one people to one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching that, that want to get to the next level and that are looking to take that next step. And again, I've been in both places. If you're unemployed right now, you're not working. I've been there and I, I took, I went from that spot to a director level in two years. And if you want to be, a, if you're at a director level, you're looking for the next spot, bigger hotel, bigger role. I've done that too. So I kind of feel I have enough experience to help m the majority of people out there. And not to mention like you've gone route. from that to also transitioning outside. Of hospitality. Exactly. So yeah, you could probably yeah. get some really good advice on how to do that as well. I like to think so. <laughs> I would say so. I would say so. <laughs> so what else is going on? What else you've been on? You have so you have the midlife crisis podcast, which is yes. phenomenal. I listen to it all the time. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. So what's gonna? What do you have upcoming with that? Well, uh, we just did a really amazing episode uh, with a friend of mine who is an Asian woman living in Atlanta. So we had the conversation about what it's like for her right now and um, with everything that's going on in the country. Um, but with uh, midlife crisis um, is I like to talk, as you guys can tell. So <laughs> I I enjoy talking to people about all different kinds of things. And, you know, I think not to get too deep, but, you know, I think as a society, we've gone away from just talking to each other, you yeah. know, um, not to say, again, it's called midlife crisis for a reason, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting close to that age, but, you know, with, with social media, as much as I'm, I'm on there, I think people have just gone, we, we, we block, we cancel every time somebody says or does something we may not agree with. And I gave a great example yesterday because a, a follower of mine made a, made a joke about, uh, coronavirus starting in Asia and people spreading it. And it was, it was off color. Um, 
and he does he's not from this country so i responded to him and i just said hey listen that's not cool just so you know this is what's happening he had no clue about what the yeah. climate here is right now he's not from here and he he apologized immediately and he said listen you know you know me and my people where i'm from we deal with these kind of things and we had a great back and forth and really i could have i could have just blocked him and i could have said oh man this guy is messed up and whatever but we would have lost that opportunity to to have a conversation and connect and that's a lot of what i do in that show we've we've tackled that issue we've talked about women's issues in the workplace we we talk about uh relationships you know all three of us on the show are married guys you know we talk about about that and of course it's 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 a comedy show so i th that's kind of what i tell people is it should be like a good comedy show where you laugh but you leave think with a different perspective on 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 topics that's what right. we do there and uh planning to do a live show um oh, so really? at some point this year yeah we are planning to do a live show my number one market is la so I don't know how that happened exactly with me being in New York, but I'm going there. So I guess it's kind of uh, serendipitous. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll do a live show, maybe in LA, maybe in Vegas. So stay tuned Ooh. for that, but go go give us a listen. I think you guys will enjoy it. You will laugh for sure. And you'll see something in a different way. Again, you can also find that on Instagram, Midlife Crisis yes. Podcast. Yes. Yeah. And I do I do memes there too. So if you just like memes in general, <laughs> uh, I make memes for that page also. So. I have to say, I was having a joke. I was having such a terrible day yesterday, and I can always count on going to any of your pages really, and just oh, you just get it. Like I don't know where you come up with half of this stuff. I really, really don't. But every time, it makes me feel so much better. So you're doing us all a service, all man. You're doing I appreciate us that. I don't know That's how you keep up. <laughs> with all of the things that you do you are a machine uh but keep doing what you're doing because you're doing a great job thank you thank thanks, you i appreciate that thanks for coming on and uh updating us where you're at and um we always love hearing from you and it's always great to have you on here so thank you always a pleasure to chat with you Suski. you know that <laughs> and before we go is there anything else that you wanna you wanna say to the listeners uh well you know just be happy. That's 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 my my message for everything. Every behind everything I do is just having a good time. Have a good time. Um, those of you out there who want to know how to manage five different uh, social media pages at the same time, um, you know, RefPar Media started out as uh, doing social media for all different kinds of businesses. Um, obviously, I have uh, abundance of creativity, which is mm -hmm. what I sell. Um, anybody can can post things for you, but not everybody can help you come up with ideas to sell your business and put it out there and find your demographics. So that's, that's the last page. That's, that's the fifth page that I think we didn't talk about. But. <laughs> oh, wait, which one was that? Let's, let's uh, plug that one really quick. Ref Bar, Ref Bar Media, at Ref Bar oh, Media yes. on Instagram. Yes. You could also, also find me on LinkedIn. But um, yeah, those of you out there with hotels, businesses that are looking to grow your social media audience and come up with creative ideas to to promote your brand. Um, as you can see, I have no problem doing that. I come up with tons of ideas. I wake up out of my sleep sometimes with things and I've got to go write it down so I don't forget. <laughs> that happens to me quite a bit, but uh, yeah. Um, you know, thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure to, to, to chat with you and um, the audience and find me on Instagram, I'm, I'm everywhere. He is everywhere and he is a genius. And I'm not just saying that. Thank you for everything you do. And for everyone else, we'll see you again next week. See ya.